Hello and welcome to Jumpstart Weekly, the manga podcast where every week we read every chapter of Shonen Jump on Viz's website, as well as another collected volume of manga. My name is Jeremy. And I'm your host, Kevin. I did it. I, I've done it right like almost a year in a row, Kevin. Mm-hmm. I had to screw it up. This week, I was going to say we read One Piece. That's not right. <laughs> I mean, we did, but... This week, we read Demon Slayer Volume 3. Mm-hmm. Before that, though, we have to talk about One Piece and Shonen Jump. Yes. Clearly, I just want to get to One Piece, Kevin. Sure. For that, though, I feel like we should talk about Black Clover. Yeah, that's fair. It's weird magazine spread about how uh, Black Clover is abandoning ship and going to another magazine. Yeah. We're going to be monthly. Maybe it will be good? Yeah, I mean, you know, apparently the author's been having issues, which makes sense because a lot of the, like, for the past month or two, the chapters have been, like, 14, 15 pages. That doesn't seem super weird to me for Black Clover either. Mm-hmm. It's definitely been more consistent lately. Mm-hmm. But I, I think he was, I don't remember if it was in that magazine spread or somewhere else, him talking about just kind of feeling overwhelmed. So taking it over to Giga to uh, finish it off. I hope that improves the quality. I still feel like I will not like it because I feel like a lot of Black Clover's problems are endemic to that. Mm-hmm. It did seem weird, to, or one of what is, in my estimation, one of Jump's top-tier titles. Maybe like the top of their mid-card to yeah. just leave like this. Again, I think it's mainly the, uh, like, I think it was the author pushing it hard of him being like, God, I, I just can't do this, which makes sense. Being a manga is extremely difficult. So I think because he had so much popularity, he was able to kind of push for that, hey, can I just move to Giga and just, like, Get the story finished that way. Is My Hero Academia next? I feel like this is this is just going to be the final arc, so he's just going to push through and be done with it. Black uh, Clover's also on its final arc, though. They made a big deal about that. Did they? Okay. Before the hiatus, remember? Oh, yeah, that's right. Which, also, One Piece had a hiatus before its final arc, but it's already had a hiatus since then. It seems no closer to its final chapter in the grand scheme of anything, because it's on One Piece time. <laughs> yes, its final arc will take seven years. Uh, if we're lucky. <laughs> before we get to One Piece, though, I want to talk about Blue Box number 113, A Waste. What did you think of Blue Box this week, Kevin? I both liked and disliked this because I felt like it had a little bit of going back and undoing last chapter. Just like, you know what I mean? Like they just kind of like went back over and redid a couple of things to get the ending panel to line up correctly, if that makes any sense. No, yeah, I I get what you're saying. Mm. I I thought it was okay, but it also seemed very similar to what we already had last week. Yeah, that's that's the feeling I had. I was like, a lot of this was, uh uh-huh, we went over this last week. That said, I do like like living in this moment, because when yeah. you're in this moment, it feels like it takes forever to yeah. get through. When you are getting over you know, a long, long-time crush, especially your first long-time crush. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else you want to say on Blue Box? Nope. All right, that will take us to One Piece Chapter 1090, Kizaru. Count the number of manga that has more than 1,000 fewer chapters than One Piece. <laughs> it's most manga. <laughs> What did you think of One Piece this week, Kevin? Because this is one of those chapters where all I have is notes. I have like a page of notes on this chapter of One Piece. I really like this chapter of One Piece. I really like the showdown between Sentamaro and Kizaru. I think that's really cool. And yeah, there's just there's a ton going on in this chapter. You know, we've got Rob Lucci feeding messages back to the five elders, I'm assuming through his pigeon. 
somehow. Yes, but are they accurate information is what I wonder. Yeah. Um, Is Larbalucci actually betraying Luffy or is he doing a double-double cross and giving them bad information? Yeah, because, you know, some of this is him being like, well, wait a minute, this doesn't make any damn sense Mm -hmm. this whole time. So I I do wonder because, like, is he, you know, the five elders obviously, ex- or the one elder that he's communicating with obviously expected information for Rob. So it's like, all right, cool. Was well, he feeding them some false information? Yeah. You know, the best way to give false information is to give a bunch of true information and then change one critical thing that will fuck up all of the plans. Yeah. Um, you know, like, oh, everything is good up into, ah, we're not actually in that room. We're in another room. So you storm in an empty room and... Because everything was right up until that point, you didn't think, hey, something's weird. Yeah. Also, like, all of Vegapunk's dialogue in this chapter is great. <laughs> it's like, yeah, apparently crushes are genetic. <laughs> <laughs> As we find out that the way they got Hancock to unpetrify everyone is Luffy who just asked her. Yes, I, I do really like that. And I, <laughs> I just love, like, Jinbei also commenting on it of, like, damn, you even got young Hancock. I mean, it, it was, I think it was a bit more to do with that is how much Hancock is in, because like, it's not just a clone, they're currently connected to their counterparts. But they also specifically mentioned the genetics, though. They do. In, in relation to that. Yes. But I think a bit of it was because Hancock is so attracted to him, young Hancock is also super attracted to him, which, you know, funny. I also love Frankie like, yeah, we could just, we, we, we can fly for like a hundred meters. Like if you fly us out that far, we could just keep flying. And yeah. Frankie's like, Wait, your ship flies? Hell, let's do that. <laughs> yeah. Which I think is a, gen- a word for word quote. <laughs> I, I think that is when he's like, well, you know, we'll only be able to fly like a hundred meters on this robot. And then Frankie being like, oh, we could just do a coup de, uh, coup de burst and that'll get us like an extra kilometer. And he just looks over like, oh. <gasps> Yeah, it's powered by cola. He's like, cola? Cola? Yeah, I just, I love Vegapunk in that. Just being like, how bizarre. Let's fucking do it. Also, they're going to Elbaf, apparently. Yep. Which is also pretty exciting. Yep, because Shanks is still there, I'm assuming. Is that where he... That's yeah, where he that's was having. Where, you're that's right, where that's he where had the stand. Him. That's right. So I'm assuming he's still there. <laughs> They're just gonna pick up Kid and Law on the way. <laughs> just uh, each on an individual piece of driftwood. <laughs> yes. I mean, Beppo's got uh, Law, so he might be slightly better off. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I I do like that picking up the crew on the way over there, and then meeting up with Shanks in Elbaf. And just going to the land of the giants will be, you know, super, like, they're all super excited for that. Like, mm-hmm. I love when they're like, well, we've only got the one, and Vegapunk being like, oh, that must be Elbath then. And, every, like, most of the Straw Hats going like, hell yeah, we're finally getting to go. <laughs> also, is Bonnie into Sanji? Or is she just into food? Uh, I'm thinking it's a bit of both. <laughs> okay. I think it's, I she, Bonnie is super into food, and because Sanji's such a good cook, she's got that... You know, hey, damn, he's a good cook. Yeah, that's all my notes, except for Kizaru is lasers, so he can get in, which we already went over. Yeah, uh, but that was cool. I did like the fact that it was like, yeah, it's a laser barrier, and the one elder being like, so you're made of light, right? You can just get in, and Kizaru being like, well, yeah, but it feels kind of unsporting, and like, which is weird coming from Kizaru. No, I feel like Kizaru always is saying weird stuff like that. I think, he's yeah. Not like un- he's underhanded in weird ways and honorable in weird yes. ways. So. That, that is fair. It was just that 
that I, I think a lot of it was because Sentamaro's there and Kazaro being like, yeah, but Sentamaro set up the blockade there. So like, I kind of don't want to be a douche to him, you know, <laughs> considering he's my nephew. Yeah. Right. There, he, Something like that. It might be I, cousin. I think it's nephew. I think Kazaro is his uncle. Because right. the, they've got a pretty big age difference. But I liked that. Robin actually was in the room with them. Yeah. She's just she's sick like, or something. I think she might have just been out of panel because she's, like, in this one, she's, like, sitting down and, like, not feeling well. I do like her being like, Luffy, information is ammunition. Stop giving it to them. Yes. <laughs> but Chopper was, like, kind of fussing over her a little bit, so I think she's still... That's true. Something happened. Because I, th- I don't think she was affected by the Ice Oni virus. No. She turned to stone, maybe? I maybe. don't remember. It's been a minute since we I, I do think she was one of the ones who got turned to stone, so maybe that's what it was. And then, yeah, like I said, that clash between Sentamaro and Kazara with Sentamaro being like, uh, I have the absolute defense is neat. Yep. Anything else you want to say on One Piece? Nope. That'll take us to all the lesser manga. Yep. <laughs> Starting with Sakamoto Days, Days 131, Deal, which I also thought was pretty good. It was mm-hmm. weird to see so much of Sakamoto's daughter when she's basically been off panel the entire time yeah but i did like this introduction to yes i like (laughs) all the the random like other shop owners that she's friends with because you know sakamoto's such a nice guy and like clearly is you know a big part of the community plus you know she's super cute so oh you want to make this you know oh you want me to fix this guy up sure oh you want to give him you know like gives him tank treads and like all this other random shit it's just really funny yeah so that at the end, he saves her and mm-hmm. now is on the good guy's side, maybe? A little bit. Because I like he goes with, because he's been kind of feeling conflicted because he feels like X is not the same person that he signed up with. And now that there's this whole split personality thing, he's like, maybe that has something to do with it. So please save the man I joined this fight with, not the man currently standing opposite you did it seem weird in hindsight what a big deal they made of going to hong kong where kind of nothing happened like yes. i really liked everything that happened in hong kong but it really seemed like it was going to be a huge deal like the manga was making of it yes and then no. they just kind of got there and nothing like not nothing happened but also kind of nothing happened yeah no, that that's one of the reasons that that chapter where they i think it was last chapter where they just kind of left in that smoke bomb i was like we made this whole big deal about getting over here and they showed up and then immediately the other two got away and they like didn't chase them down and now they're back home it and, didn't hit me until they were literally back in the convenience store hanging yeah. out with his daughter yeah it definitely has that you made it sound like going like it was more than a chapter of the trip to Hong Kong because like they had to get ready. Then they had the whole thing. With, I mean, admittedly, that led to the whole thing with Kisuke, uh becoming friends with the the one now dead assassin. But you know, there was a bunch of stuff going on with that trip, and then they're just oh, we're back home now. Oh, okay. Next up, we have Akatabanshi Story Seventy Four, the Shikisai Festival, which I thought was kind of a weird chapter. It's fair. We're going into like a weird sub arc. It, mm-hmm. It's it's the cookie. It's the it's the skull festival part of the manga, but it's not a skull festival, and it's not like a shonen manga, so it doesn't feel like that much of a pivot. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is a shonen manga, obviously. It's yes. a shonen jump, but it's not a shonen battle manga, so it feels really weird yeah. to me. And it's not like all of her rivals are going to be there making food stands either. Yeah, it's just her competing against the other students in the school yeah so it feels like a real weird pivot we'll see when the arc actually starts and how long this is gonna go what i think but i just felt real weird about this one it's fair kevin 
I still liked it. I was getting really big Shokugeki no Soma vibes because there's they literally have the school festival food battle. Yeah, it, at I, some point, in... I will agree with you, but not in like the like. Oh man, I loved food wars. It's more like you know, no one's gonna get so eats food so good they become sexy though. Not in this manga. <laughs> no, not in this manga. But like, I, I wonder, you know, is she gonna perform? Is she gonna like learn a new lesson by doing this? So I was still, I'm still interested in this food cart battle uh, anything else you want to say on it nope that takes us to elise of samurai chapter 122 new techniques 1337 or the hey we just had a time skip now we can do all the stuff we did but gooder yes chapter which i still liked i liked i appreciated all of them showing off and especially like the one general commenting on like wait the young lord like leads the front of the charge yep and I, <laughs> I just love that look when he's like rushing at all of them, and he gets the ah, uh, oh, this is gonna be so good. I do like at the end where he's like, "Oh man, I can make that young boy my right hand man. I need, mm-hmm. a, I need a right hand boy. Doesn't everybody need a right hand boy? I yes. Do. Next up, we have Mission Yozakura Family Mission One Hundred Ninety King the Now the Mid Boss. What did you think of Mission Yozakura this week, Kevin? It's fine. Like it, that makes it sound worse than I thought of it. Like I thought it was. You know, just like the most of these chapters have been like, all right, this is pretty interesting. I kind of like them bickering a little bit. So it's like cute, but just, yeah. I, th- I think I like the bickering a little more than you. Fair. I do like how different their personalities clash here and how Alpha's like, oh, no, we need a cool anime name for this. That's kind of a pun and complicated. We need a One Piece name for this attack is what we need. Yeah. she's like, we'll call it Kaboom because, you know, it's like a ka and a boom. Yep. Why would, why would we call it Kaboom? Well, because he went Kaboom. <laughs> Next up, we have Martial Master Asami, round nine, former champ, which I actually liked quite a bit. Yeah, same. I like this new random wrestler girl and her not quite crush, maybe, on the main character. Yeah, I don't know if it was just flirting with him because that's how she is or because she's really into his brother or, you know, like does actually think he's kind of cute, but is just like you know, the standard kind of flirt, not standard, but just a flirty person. Yeah. I also like the bit of, you know, she hid the fact that she knew how to strike really well until the final round. Like, oh man, that's actually a good strategy. So I thought, that, you know, all that was really cool. Yeah. Last but not least, we have Ten Maka Cinema, scene 18, scene two, last day. This is the one where the moon hits them and then mm-hmm. that that's a joke. That's last time on video games soon, maybe. What did you think of the chapter, Kevin? I liked it. I liked how he gets over the the problem that she's having and, you know, having that bit of, well, if you can't do it, but the part's made for you, then we'll just change the script a little bit and it'll be fine. Like, you know, I, I can run with this super easy. Yeah, I, I like that a lot. The end, the ending seemed not off. That that seems like I don't like the beat, mm-hmm. but like the look on her mother's face looks almost like teasing to me, which is not the vibe at all. I think we're supposed to get. I didn't get teasing, but I can sort of see where you're coming from. Like more like, ooh, busted than like, hey, where have you been, miss? Yeah. Where have you been, young lady? Yeah, that's fair. Which I don't, to be fair, I don't think that's the vibe. No. supposed to be getting off, but I was staring at the image a while and I certainly saw that. Okay. Anything else you want to say on it? Nope. Okay. That takes us to jump card then.
Jump card is the segment where we rank everything in Shonen Jump from our least favorite up to our favorite. 21 this week. What do you have at number 21, Kevin? That's actually where I have Fabricant 100. Okay. It's, huh. Okay. I didn't like like... I didn't like like Fabricant 100, That's certainly, fair. but on the like big pile of Shonen stuff I do not care about, it kind of went at the top. Gotcha. I just, I was annoyed at, yeah, he lit himself on fire, and then this week was, yep, because he lit himself on fire. Oh, God, <laughs> damn it. That was just annoying, and then- But uh, we got a long explanation about mitosis, Kevin. <laughs> whatever. And then, you know, 100 just leaves, and I'm like, I don't care anymore. <laughs> I have new A's at number that 21. That is absolutely fair. What happens at the end of that chapter, Kevin? I, I read it 12 times trying to figure out. Well, like, because she's like, oh, man, you, you, you tried to save me. I'm like, from what? Where? What's going on? I looked at the fight 12 times, Kevin, trying to figure out what he did that made her say that. But I don't know. But, but it's not there. It's my number 20. I, I feel you. 20 is where I put Black Clover. Okay. Hopefully it gets better. I also don't have to read it anymore. I might anyway. We'll see. Mm-hmm. I read Chainsaw Man still. It's good. I should read Chainsaw Man. Uh, it's good. <laughs> I wonder if it'll be on Viz. The, not Chainsaw Man, uh, Black Clover. I, I, I think it said it would, in the oh, did, okay. specifically in the announcement. I know we get a bunch of gay stuff. So That's fair. What do you have at number 19? Uh, 19 is where I put Cypher Academy. Same. It has a cute girl being tied up, so that has that going for it over yeah. the stuff below it. But I just remember that at one point when he rescues her, she's like, all right, so what's the state of the battlefield? Oh, it's basically back to square one. Oh, that's stupid. <laughs> what do you have at 18? 18 is where I put me and Roboco. So and- I really struggled with me and Roboco because every time the editor died, I laughed out loud. But every okay. time he got back up, I rolled my eyes and was like, that's really lame. But like, particularly a bit like he he died. Can that even happen in this manga? <laughs> that I mean, that was pretty funny. But I I agree when he got back up, it's like ugh. But I also really liked the bit where Mike was like, "Did I do anything rude?" And they're all like thinking about her murdering the guy. I was like, "No, you're you're great. You're fine. Don't worry about it." And then the, also the bit where like, "Oh no, Bondo's with a hot chick." <laughs> oh, it's Bondo. It's Bondo. Uh, Roboco and some random hot, hot chick. Yeah. I have my hero academia at eighteen. Okay. And I kinda wonder if it got pushed too low, but I kept thinking like, eh. I thought it was better than that though. Yeah, it it wasn't great. It's not super high for me. Yeah. Just, eh. What do you have at number seventeen? Seventeen is where I put Ice Head Gill. Same. Yeah. <laughs> like the relic stuff is kind of interesting. I and I like the ending of it. I like the like Fair. final panel as a thing to go on, but like this new character is so tropey and not in a fun way. Yeah, like, it's so hard to hit the marks on these characters, and a lot of times the manga that doesn't end up surviving is the ones that don't quite. Yeah, and that's how I feel about this guy who showed up. Mm-hmm. What do you have at sixteen? Sixteen is where I put Kill Blue. We're being even more explicit with our case closed yeah. references now. I got you a vo- voice changer. It's not a bow tie. <laughs> yeah, and then I did laugh at the bit where uh, he was like, and then I had to sneak out of the bathroom. Like, why? You look completely different. You could have just walked out of the bathroom. Ah, shit, you're right. <laughs> I have Fabricate 100 here. Okay. I Like I said, I was a little upset about the lack of explanation on the fire, but like, I think it's fine. And I think the idea of what is 100 going to do is like an interesting beat to end it on. If I cared more, I would care more and this chapter would go higher. That's fair. I just like structurally, I think all of it works. I just kind of like am annoyed by the fact that it seemed like they were like, 
Oh yeah, and you used up all your regeneration, so you're you're useless now. Oh, so you, you killed off the main character. Interesting. <laughs> That's a choice. Yeah, I have my hero at fifteen. Yeah, that's fair. I have Witch Watch here. Okay, I didn't dislike it, but the manga writer just being here, like it's a very Witch Watch thing to happen. Yeah, but like I didn't really need. I don't know. I just didn't do a lot for me. For some reason, actually, I just I kind of appreciated that bit of ah yes, this random person, and I'll just enter her dreams. And what do you mean I can't fucking change things? Well, like what kind of willpower does this person have? <laughs> She's a mangaka. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Everyone just, knows they're invincible. Well, I mean, the, no, but I I just thought that was funny. I have Dewey try at 14. Yeah, it's just kind of just like, I wasn't expecting him to immediately find his dad already, that to be honest. That is a bit weird, huh? Yeah. I mean, the problem becomes that his dad is a completely different person who is being stubborn and I guess going to beat up his son. Yeah. But I, this just feels kind of rushed and I'm like, where does the manga go after this? Well, he could lose to his dad, right? And yes. And it has a lot of interesting spots. But his dad is also trying to commit suicide at the same time, well, so... I, I thought he said he wasn't going to anymore, because he survived the first attempt. That was how I read it. Because he's like, like, well, uh, I tried to do the honorable thing, but life made me survive, so I'll respect that. But I'm not going to, like, do anything either. Yeah, but, like, he mentioned he's been, like, starving. It felt like he was, like, starving himself out in the woods or something like that. Like, Yeah, I guess that's kind of true. Like, he's like, I'm not going to try and, like, kill myself, but nor am I going to, like, feed myself or shit. So, eh. Um, I have me and Rebecca at 14. Okay. Like, I was rolling my eyes at every other joke, but I was laughing out loud at the other ones, and that has to count for something. Fair. What do you have at number 13? 13 is where I have Undead and Unluck. You know, all right, all right cool. They they now got to fight color or whatever. Yeah, pigment, I think. Oh, yeah, you're right, pigment. Sure. I like the idea of that, you know, black and white manga. Yes. I, I would love if it just became a color. Yeah, if it became color, that'd be funny. I don't think they have the budget for that. But no, it would be very it would be very funny. 13's where I put Ichinose family. Okay. I, I liked it, but I, I mean, it was what it was. Yep. Yeah, it's my number 12. I, I feel you there. That's actually where I put Undone and Lux, so. Okay. What do you have at 11? 11 is where I put Black Clover. I do kind of like, like the beats in this chapter a little bit, so. And, you know, sure, it's going to Giga, but. The story will continue. I hope that's good for it. I honestly do. I know I have taken many opportunities to shit on Black Clover, and I don't regret any of them, Mm -hmm. but I feel like there is something in there that's good that Black Clover fails to find frequently. Yeah, that's fair. I I think what's in there that's good might be Naruto, but Mm -hmm. nevertheless, I have Jujutsu Kaisen at 11. Okay. They're still fighting, Kevin. Yep, they are. I have Witch Watch at number 10. I don't know, I just, I, like, I liked that because this was the actual mangaka and not, like, one of the two people the that, fans, are, the, the fans that we've dealt with before made it feel better because, you know, she didn't go into a, you know, like, four-panel rant that was just speech bubbles the whole time about something. That's true. She just imagined some pretty boys mm-hmm. saving her in a dream. I got Kill Blue at number 10. Okay. Kind of like the raising of the stakes, thought some of the jokes were funny. Fair. What do you have at nine? Nine is where I put Jujutsu Kaisen. They're still fighting. Yeah. Fighting will continue until ranking of the manga improves. <laughs> yes. I have a Kanabanashi at nine. Okay. Like I said, it just feels like kind of a weird beat, and I don't really know if I like where we're going. I got we'll see when we get there. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you have at number eight? Eight is where I put Mission Yozakura. Same. Um, it was cute. You know, it was good. Yep. What do you have at seven? 
Seven is where I put Tenmaku Cinema. I, I enjoyed it. I liked all this stuff. I didn't have the thing with the mother feeling like a teasing, like, uh-oh, you're busted, young lady. And I just got the, uh, what the hell are you doing it? What the hell have you been yeah, doing, yeah, young lady? Yeah, I like I said, it just seemed... It didn't convey the right message to me. Because like I said, I didn't think that... I never thought for a moment that was what it was. But when I looked at the drawing of her... That's I got you. No, I got I you. I was like, this doesn't seem right. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you have, Seven? I have Dewey Try at Seven. Okay. I, I, I think it works a little bit better. I do agree with you. I don't know where the manga goes afterward. But mm-hmm. if he overcomes his dad and his dad won't go see his do- his sister, then he's still got to make his sister better. There's lots of direction for the manga to go. Okay. Where do you have it? Number six. Six is where I have Mas- Marshall Master Awesome. I, I like this new wrestler chick. This is, you know, interesting. And I like Kazuma, I think is his name, uh, getting flirted at and just being like, what the fuck do I do here? She doesn't have cute glasses. Not into her. Well, I think some of it was is uh, like he kind of was a little bit, but, you know, it was just the, uh, well, this is the girl I'm actually into. And now I have a different girl flirting at me. What the fuck do I do? <laughs> I have to mock your cinema here. Okay. What do you have at number five? I have Sakamoto Days at five. Same. Yeah, it was, you know, a pretty cute chapter. So. Yeah. And I really like this introduction to Hannah. Yep. What do you have at number four? Four is where I put Akanabanashi. I'm just, I'm looking forward to this food cart battle. And I just thought it was funny that all of them, you know, like, well, clearly we're going to be doing a food cart battle. And her being like, what do you mean? And everyone's showing up with, clearly this is the best food to sit. You know, Yakisoba is the best food to sit. No, we're going to tell. I just thought that was hilarious. Four is where I put a loose samurai. Okay. It's kind of a beat. It's when you need, but it's very much that, oh, we did a time skip. Now we do all the super moves, mm-hmm. and it's a montage. It, it went high because that's not bad, but mm-hmm. it's not special. Fair. What do you have at number three? Three is where I put blue box. Same. I You know, I, I thought it was, I, I like I said, I liked bits of it, but we had a couple of bits of like, didn't we do this last week? <laughs> What do you have in number two? Two is where I put the elusive samurai. I just really like the art in, you know, a bunch of the stuff they were showing off. Like, I love the panel of him dashing through all of the people attacking him, cutting him on the escape. Just, you know, really appreciated the artistry of all of them unleashing their super moves. Like, all right, yeah, that looked awesome. Two is where I have Martial Master Awesome. Okay. Not much more to say about it. One Piece is number one this week. Yep. One Piece is number one this week. Really good. We don't get One Piece next week. That's our punishment for this. <laughs> for this amazing One Piece. Yes. Chapter of One Piece, but I hope it keeps up the energy. Mm-hmm. I will say one thing about Odai. When he takes a break, he comes back strong, as opposed yep. to a lot of these people who feel like they needed to take a longer break. Yeah. That will do it for Jump Card. We read volume three of Demon Slayer this week, and we will be back to talk about that after this break. So we read volume three of Demon Slayer. This feels like the weakest volume to me so far. Yeah. I like the ending of the story we already have started here. I think that all works really well. Yeah. But then the next story starts almost too fast, I feel. There's no setup for it. Yeah. And Zanetsu, who is one of my favorite characters in Demon Slayer and has been introduced before, just kind of like shows up on the road and is in the arc now. Yeah. There's no like even a chapter of confrontation with him or anything. 
And while we get the comedy beaten here, it's not until the ending where he's protecting Nezuko that you kind of flip to be on his side. That's kind yeah. of his real face turn. So it feels weird dragging him through this. Yeah, it does. But I think, like, especially for Demon Slayer, Zenitsu just kind of gets dragged through the early parts in general. Like, yes, he has the thing where he's protecting Nezuko, but then that turns into, well, she's super cute and I'm going to marry her. And, like, that's, you know, like, you know, another pitying thing. I do really like how he starts having those face turns where, you know, he can, at, like, actually decides to stand up for his friends or other people as opposed to, like, in these early parts, it's not, nah, he passes out and because the training was so hellish, you know, he broccoli, I'm fighting unconsciously. Yeah. Not to be too dismissive, but he's the Krillin character, right? And that's almost always the best character mm -hmm. in a manga. And I don't want to take that away from him. I just feel like the setup to this uh, no, arc I, gets like almost entirely glossed over. Right. And yes. Nosuke is just here. Yep. And like, he doesn't even, again, he doesn't have enough time to have a confrontation with Tanjiro. Right. No. It's like a threat, and then he's gone. Tanjiro is still injured from the previous arc, and while Tanjiro being injured is something I was literally praising last time we did Demon Slayer, not too long ago, about how good that is, it feels super weird to be this like Spider-Man thing of, I'm injured from the last battle, and now I'm in this one. Yeah, That doesn't feel right the way all of his other ones do. It's not nearly as good as the ending of the Arrow guy, where he's doing all the techniques to try to uh, like cancel his momentum. Yeah. Yeah, and it's the like it just seemed like this one was oh I'm still injured from the last battle to build tension as opposed to because it was like well that doesn't make a whole lot of sense considering there's you know two other demon slayers at this location like why did Tanjiro need to go immediately? Well, he, I mean, and he goes because of the he, like he, he's not sent on a mission. He goes because he sees those two kids who are scared. no he. The crow is like, that's why he meets Zenitsu on the road, is the crow is like, hey, you got to go over here. Does, is he? I thought the crow said he wasn't going to, hmm, mm. I guess I'm wrong. The, the crow was like, oh no, danger, like almost immediately afterward is like, danger, you got to go this way. And he's like, god damn it. And that's another complaint I have about this arc, comparing it to the one immediate pre-previous, is that the Dr. Demon, whose name I can't think of right now, mm -hmm. and her assistant are characters with much bigger stakes than two random kids they found that they need to protect. Yep. Not that the kids are bad or anything, but if you're comparing it to what just happened, which I think is natural, mm -hmm. it's just not nearly as strong, because yeah. these are just some random kids who will be gone after this arc. Yep. Yeah, so I do agree with you. It just kind of like, next arc, now! <laughs> yeah. I had this cool idea of this uh, demon that controls a house by hitting these uh, drums. Yeah. I also think that's way one of the few things that was done better in animation than in the manga. Yes. Usually the manga and the anime are trading off. Like there are pros and cons to each. Mm -hmm. But I do feel like the drum, like because of the lack of motion, as there's a lot of Tanjiro explaining what's going on. As yes. opposed to seeing. They do do the like teleporting of the rooms pretty well. But when they do the like the rotating of it, I don't yeah, think it, that's particularly it, good in the manga. No, I I don't know how you would make that better. Is the issue? I feel like rotation lines, maybe, or maybe if you wanted to go real out there, you would do turning the manga stuff. Yeah, like turning the perspective that would be hard in a monthly anthology like Shonen Jump, and maybe isn't why they would do it. But that's the way I can think of it. If you were in that's a monthly fair. comic or even a Tokuban volume, that would be fine. Yeah, that would be pretty cool with the, you know, like the panels literally rotating as the rooms rotate. Yeah. That's fair. So, yeah, I, you know, at least we get introduced. I know technically we met Zenitsu beforehand, but 
he was really just like, hey, look, he's here too. That feels almost more like the case in this arc, which is part of my complaint. Yeah. But at the end of it, we do get the first like good bit. And we also, I guess the second one, because the bit where he falls asleep is yeah. pretty funny. And I think that works. But it doesn't necessarily get you on his side so much as it's just like a gimmicky anime thing that happens. Yep. Also, Nezuko's not allowed to go in the house for some reason. And I never like that. It's daylight. It's day, I know. But in manga, it's real hard to tell. Yeah, that it sort is. Of thing. And it's a house which are famous for their walls. I guess it might have windows. Windows are scary. Yeah, but I mean, there are three demons in the house anyway. So, yeah, it would have made more sense because this was so rushed. Nezuko should be asleep yeah. right now because she used up a lot of her energy regenerating during the previous fight. So, like, that would have been a very easy, why isn't Nezuko in the house? Because she's asleep. Because that happens a lot. Is, you know, Nezuko fights and then has to go unconscious to recover or has to sleep to recover energy. And it's just to sleep through the next arc, making me sad. Yes. But, you know, hey, at least in this volume we had the the first instance of Nezuko getting super kicks. That's true. She does kick that ball back. Yep. After I like I like the panel of uh, she goes to kick the ball the first time and it cuts her foot off. And then she goes to kick it the next time, and you see like all the veins in her leg powering up. And the doctor, or the one demon that the doctor made, being like, "Did you give her anything?" She's like, "I gave her a health booster that shouldn't have made her more powerful. I don't know what's going on." Anything else you want to say about it? I think that's kind of all. No, I yeah, have. that's like, fair. Demon Slayer is still very good. I know I've been very down on this particular volume. It just really struck me how, and now we do the next arc. Like how how much that's just the case. Yeah. All right. Do we want to add someone to personality power level? Vegeta, what does the scouter say about his power level? You're allowed to say no. That's that's the that's the privilege I give you by asking. Yes, we should though, because we have both Zenitsu. I mean, again, technically Zenitsu's been introduced before, but this is really the first time where we have the three of them together. So we have Zenitsu and Inu. Do you want to add Zenitsu? Like I know if we're gonna add one of them, nah. Yeah. yeah. So we. I have Nezuko and Tanjiro very high, and I just said the Krillins are usually the best character in any of these. We have Krillin at number nine on our list and Usopp at number eight. Mm-hmm. I don't think Zenitsu is that good, though. I don't think he's as good as Tanjiro or Nezuko, actually. No, that's fair. It takes him a long-ass time to like do, not be a whiny bitch. Though I start scrolling down, and I think he's better than like almost all of these characters I'm going past. How do you think he compares to Gojo from Jujutsu Kaisen, who's in a fight that's lasting forever? I like him more than Gojo. Question mostly for you. How do you think he compares to Lucy from Fairy Tail? I like him more than Lucy. I like him more than Green from Pokemon Adventures. Sure. So, which makes a weird thing where he goes at number 36 right below Nezuko. <laughs> Are they I'm, all going to bunch up? That would be weird. That would be weird, but, like you know, I do like aspects of Zenitsu. I really like when he does those face turns and starts to be more active rather than just the man the anime nailed the voice acting of him being just an absolute whiny bitch when you when you first meet him yeah and like i said my criticism is not of him in general it's Mm. specifically this This. chapter his introduction and it's not even like it's a bad introduction it's just gives us nothing to like land on for this arc to start yeah anything else you want to say about demon slayer kevin nope all right then Next week, we'll be reading volume 28 of Haikyuu while we figure out what we're going to do in September. Mm-hmm. Until then, our opening theme is Fighting Against One's Will by Midair Machine. Our closing theme is A Psychic Fistbite by Tom W. Emerit. 
Other music on the show is by Spectacular Sound Productions, and our album art is by Kate Wind on DeviantArt. www.lastpodcast.com is our website, where you can check out my other two podcasts, It's a Gundam and Last Time on Video Games. Anything you want to plug, Kevin? Nope. Have a great week, everyone. Stop.